my friends to the D-Rate the Hate podcast. I am your host, Will Kavolksworld.com, and I am so incredibly grateful that you have taken the time to join me for another great episode. Here at the D-Rate the Hate podcast, we're all about bettering the world one attitude at a time. You know, we did not create the hate, but with your help, we can derate the hate. It starts with each of us as an individual. So what have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make the world a better place? Making your life a better life starts with individual accountability. How we act, how we react, no matter what happens to us, how we react to it makes the difference. Friends, one of the great things about a bad attitude is we as individuals have the power to change it. One great way to do that, share the D-Rate the Hate podcast. Share it with your network of friends. Get them to share it. Subscribe. Leave us ratings and feedback. Always greatly appreciated. And with that, let's go. Does money actually buy happiness? That's the question I'm thinking about today. Not so much because I believe it, because I most definitely do not, but because I recently read an article entitled, Here's How Much Money You Need to Make to Be Happy Living in the U.S., Now, I don't bring this up to rip on the author of the article or anything like that. And the author actually did some great work uh, citing references in the article. So I went and read read through those to try and gain some more insight to the background of this article. And uh, yeah, it's it's all about money. All about money, which I find disheartening. I, I find it disheartening because... I really do not like the fact that we have, as a society, come to a point where the yardstick by which we measure happiness is money. So I read the article, and then I read it again, and one thing that glaringly stood out to me in this article that was missing was any mention of gratitude. Any mention of gratitude. Now, anybody who's listened to the Derate the Hate podcast for any amount of time knows that I talk about gratitude and personal accountability at great length in a lot of our episodes. And the reason I do is because I think gratitude and personal accountability are two of the primary keys to happiness. And nowhere in this article, period, does it mention anything about gratitude or personal accountability. So right away, that, uh, that put up my little spidey senses. And uh, really bothered me. But the article starts off as saying, how much money does someone need to earn in order to be happy living in the United States? My first inclination is to say, it doesn't matter how much money you earn or where you're at. It's a matter of what you're grateful for. I, I, I instantly, I think back to an article, or not an article, I think back to a quote that I saw from Zig Ziglar back in the day. And it says, the greatest source of happiness is the ability to be grateful at all times. When people equate happiness, people equate happiness to all sorts of things. But a lot of times they don't actually get down to the root of what happiness really is. What is happiness? Is happiness just a series of moments of joy? Is happiness material things that we have, that we can touch, that we, that we can work for? Is happiness a sense of purpose? A sense of purpose in our life that gives us meaning. Now, I will tell you that for me, happiness is being able to live a life filled with integrity, purpose, love, 
the love of my family, and uh, moments of joy wherever I can find them, all the while expressing gratitude and appreciation for it whenever I can. Now I'm going to break it down here real quick and get quite a bit personal. My reality is that I grew up in poverty. I know what it means to not have any money. I know what it means to grow up in a household where sacrifices are constant because at the end of the month, there's a lot more bills left than money. So I understand what it's like to be poor. I've been there. And an awful lot of people I've known throughout the course of my life have been the same way. Does that mean they were all miserable? No. Does that mean they were all happy? No. What it does mean is it's a very, very bad thing for society to use money as that yardstick by which we measure our happiness. Period. I think that telling people that money is the yardstick by which we can measure our happiness does a lot to build resentment amongst people. I think it does a lot to cause problems, but I don't think it's actually true. I I don't think you have to have money to be happy. Now, I've made it no secret on this podcast that a lot of my life, or for a large portion of my life, I was a very, very miserable and angry person. And when I think back to those dark times in my life, one thing I don't think about is the fact that I didn't have money. That's, that was never a part of what made me so miserable and angry at those times in my life. Now, I can't say for sure whether the fact that I grew up in poverty the way that I did had any bearing on that, but I can tell you that the times in my life that I was completely miserable and very, very angry had a lot more to do with the fact that I focused much more strongly upon the things that I did not have and the fact that I was not grateful for what I did have. And just to be clear, when I'm talking about things that I did not have, I'm not just talking about material things. So again, coming right back to the whole gratitude and personal accountability. All right, back to talking about the article. Now, it goes on to say globally, the study found that the ideal income point for an individual is $95,000 for a life satisfaction and between $60,000 and $75,000 for emotional well-being. In North America, the individual income level for life satisfaction was found to be $105,000 per year. Now, as I mentioned earlier, an awful lot of the people that I've known over the course of my life have lived in poverty. And the reality is is that less than 35% of the households in this country actually make more than $100,000 per year. But I would venture to guess, I, I don't even have to guess, I'll just make the statement. If you went around and polled all of those people just to see how happy they were, and then asked them the question, how grateful are you for what you have? And is gratitude and personal accountability something that you focus on in your everyday life? And then you ask that question, the same question, to people who make less than $100,000 a year. What are you grateful for? And do you focus on gratitude and personal accountability in your everyday life? I think the numbers would correlate a lot more strongly between happiness and those who focus on gratitude and personal accountability 
those numbers would correlate a lot more strongly for happiness, gratitude, and personal accountability independent of what the income of those people are. You know, I look around me in the world in which we live today, and I think about the things that people have now versus the things that people had when I was growing up. I grew up in the late 70s, early 80s, Midwest, a lot of poor folks, and the things that people have in their houses today are things that we could not even have contemplated, could not even have imagined as a, as a child when I was growing up. And I think about the lack of gratitude that's actually shown by so many these days, especially so many in the younger generation. But people having things in their homes today that people never would have dreamed of back in the day. And I think it has actually manifested this unhappiness if you're not keeping up with the Joneses, if you don't have a television in every single room, if you don't have computers for everybody in the house, maybe not just computers, but a cell phone. And I think a lot of that problem actually comes from parents not promoting a mindset of gratitude in their youngsters. Now, I want you to be very honest with yourself, and I want you to ask yourself a question. Actually, it's more of a mental exercise. So you have two families. You have one family of meager means. They have very little extra at the end of the month. They, they don't have a lot of the luxuries that a lot of families have. And then you've got the other family who's got everything. A TV in every room, the latest cell phones all the time, designer clothes, all that stuff. The family of meager means promotes an attitude of gratitude and personal accountability. Sitting at the dinner table, asking that child, what are you grateful for today? Instilling within that child that mindset of, we must be grateful for what we have and not focus on what we do not, and be accountable for our actions, no matter what happens to us, it is within our power as an individual to choose how we are going to react to it. And the family that's got everything, all the material goods that any family could ever want, makes no mention in their household ever of gratitude or being accountable for our actions, things such as that. Just telling that child that as long as you've got money, you'll be happy. As long as you've got money, you can have all of this and everything's going to be fine. Which of these examples do you think provides for a happier and healthier child? Now, those are actually just generalizations and Obviously, every household doesn't only fall into one of those two categories, but I just use it as a mental exercise to say gratitude is going to go further. Gratitude and personal accountability will go further in producing a happy and a healthy child, a happy and a healthy mind than money ever will. Now, there is no question, and it's been proven time and time again, and the author of this article notes it in a quote from uh, one of their resources that low income exacerbates the emotional pain associated with such misfortunes as divorce, ill health, being alone, things like that. There's no question about it. People who live in poverty do live harder lives. But that's where the personal accountability thing comes in. People who are living in poverty, in fact, I'll go so far as to say that our whole country needs a strong paradigm shift. 
And, and that paradigm shift needs to get away from that culture of envy that's promoted by so many today in, in our media and in our politics and things like that. Promoting that and exacerbating that mindset of envy that I have to have what my neighbor has or I have to have more than what my brother has or whatever the case may be has put us in a bad spot because it really comes down to not what you do not have but being grateful for that which you do have and that makes for a much better and a much happier life. The author of the article then goes on to talk about other factors that affect happiness and talks about gender, income, marital status, education level, job satisfaction, health, etc., etc., but never again mentions anything about gratitude, personal accountability, one's own life choices. I have talked about it time and time again on this podcast, my friends, and there are exceptions, there is no doubt. But the vast majority of what our life is, is the result of our own choices, our own actions, and the way that we react to the world around us. We have the choice every day to be grateful for what we have and not focus on the things that we do not have. If we want something more than what we have, we have the ability, generally, to work harder for it. Another phrase that I hearken back to in my life quite often is the fact that we are not granted or guaranteed happiness in this life. It is up to us as an individual to put in the work. Articles like this, which I'm not saying is a bad article. There's a lot of good information in this article. But articles like this and so much of what we see today in social media, the mainstream news media, or even our politics promotes and exacerbates a culture of envy and resentment when it comes to the wants and the haves and the have-nots. And it really is just perpetuating a culture of hate. And I would just encourage you to think about it from a different angle. We need that paradigm shift. We need that mindset shift. Do not use money as the yardstick by which you measure your happiness. Use gratitude and personal accountability each and every day to make your own happiness. Friends, I just want to say again how very, very grateful that I am that you took the time to join me for another Derate the Hate podcast episode. Please, share us with your friends, share us with your network. If you haven't done so already, subscribe and talk your friends into doing the same feedback, and ratings, wherever you get your audio, always greatly appreciated. And with that, I will just say get out there, be kind to one another, be grateful for everything that you've got, and remember, it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. Friends, if there was anything in this episode that provided exceptional value to you, I would love to hear about it. Email me, wilk at wilksworld.com, or hit me up on most social media platforms that i am gonna back on out of here and we will catch you next week take care